Hello, you're listening to Radio Reverb 97.2 FM. This is Burden of Proof with Colin and Reese, and today, as it's all very exciting, we're joined by our occasionally recurring guest. And a, and a regular guest. Third Samuel, most, third Samuel most pop, popular guest on your, on your show, apparently. I believe so, yes. In our recent survey, you were voted third most popular recurring guest. <laughs> after Chris Cole and Reese Peterson clattering CDs. Yep, yeah. The sound of me clattering CDs. It's got its own personality. Yes. Over the last three years, it's developed into uh, its own separate entity. It's like a CBBC-style kind of puppet mascot. Yeah. Like Gordon the Gopher of the show. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, we're going to start with uh, with a little tune, as is traditional on uh, Radio Reverb. And um, we're going to start with um, Your Woman by White Town. And unfortunately, today, I don't have my watch, which makes the... Oh, and you <laughs> love d- doing d- that, d- don't d- you? D- d- yeah, it ran, out of, it ran out of batteries. So I also that's... thought I should remind you that last week, we tried to play Grateful Dead, and it all didn't pan out. Right. It would be nice if at some point during the show we could play Grateful Dead. Yeah, why not? Why not? The sun's out. We're going to play golf after this. It's Grateful Dead time. Indeed. You keep saying golf, it's pitch and putt. It is pitch and putt. <laughs> it's well, it's, it's, closer, it's, closely, it's more closely related to golf than anything else, so that's why I call it golf. Yeah, but it's just pitch and putt. It is true. I don't want people thinking we're going off to some private club to saunter about in golf carts. Yeah, no, we're not. We're not. Just out by the sea. Oh, yeah. what? <laughs> Trying not to hit cars on the first tee. Oh, yeah, that is, is quite, high risk. Quite a tricky one. Uh, anyway, so uh, here is uh, Your Woman by White Town.
Dreams by Phil Oakley 
and the Human League. There we go. And uh, and it's Record Store Day today for those of you who weren't aware. And uh, and our our good friend, intrepid reporter, indeed. Uh, Colin was up at what time are you up this morning, Colin? Very early, embarrassingly early. What time? Are you, what? Humiliatingly early. Yeah, like five o'clock, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Five o'clock, and you went to which one did you go to? I went for resident. You went for although resident. the queue at Rounder was apparently considerably shorter. Oh right. So I think if, if I'd been more tactical. How uh, how how close to the front were you? I was very close. Was As first in, in line. You were you were first. Yeah. Wow. Number one. I thought you said that people last year were getting up at like four to get there. They were. I lied a bit about the five. I actually got there a bit earlier than that. What time did you get there? Very early. What time? Very early. What time did you wake up this morning? Really, really hard. No, tell me. I just want to know. I just want to. I'll tell you off air. It's no, humiliating. No, I want the people. I want the good listeners. Of no, the, no, the, the good listeners of the, the ship radio reverb can know that I I was at a shop far too early <laughs> hanging out with the weird thing was I arrived and within was minutes within minutes yeah it was dark when I arrived but within minutes there were about 15 people I'm assuming it opened at like line. 6 and it wasn't like you were waiting there for like 5 hours or something it opened at 8 oh okay and there were people by the tragic. time it opened the queue was well over 200 people it was wrapped around whatever the name of that road is uh, what Kensington Gardens Kensington Gardens it had gone all the way out of Kensington Gardens and then wrapped around jumped the gun but Jump you can only, the get, gun. You can only get about 27 way. people in, in residence. So they have like a one-in-one-out system? Uh, they have a give you a ticket with a number on it. It tells you which number you are in the and queue. And you were number one. I was number one. Did you Have you kept that ticket? Of course. Yeah, I have because I've got to enter the raffle at six. You use your wow. ticket for your line position and then they have a raffle and they give away free stuff. Last year there was a signed Grizzly Bear album, some brilliant sub-pop trainers they got in. I really wanted those trainers but I didn't want them. What, you must have got up at half three. Of course. Was it close? Uh, close earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was around that time. You haven't been to bed, have you? It was around that time. You haven't been to bed. Tell me you haven't. Uh, no, I went to bed after Record Store Day. I got home from Record Store Day and had a two-hour nap, and then Reese phoned me to ask about the radio show and woke me up again. Wow. Well, I'm not proud. What? I'm not proud. I've got I've got little enough dignity that I'll sit outside a music shop to buy vinyl. But I've got enough dignity to acknowledge that that's weird, yeah. and that I shouldn't <laughs> tell people. And about not broadcast. That's right. Exactly. So we'll I don't want to tell people about it, but I did do it. Wow. I'm part of the problem. Yeah. I like to think it's like if you haven't bought anything in like four minutes, you've got to get out of the shop. Like <laughs> it's like it's, rush by it. Is it like a supermarket sweep? You just like just put your yeah, arm into sweep. the trolley and just sweep <laughs> it all into a basket and then uh... To their credit, the good people of Resident are actually very, very organised. So they have a system where you get your number so you know which number you are and then you go up to the queue and then they've given out lists which I've I've handed one to Sam to have a read of of all mm. the stuff that's available. And then you go through it and say what you want and they go and get it. So, so, like, because I was first person in the queue, I got priority on the stuff there was only one or two copies of. Wow. Oh, get you. So, yeah, there you go. You're like VIP. So, I was. today, you got up ridiculously early and probably spent about £400? Less than that. Less than I that. I didn't go that mad. <laughs> How much? Well, I know. I, I mean, I applaud someone like that. You shouldn't applaud someone like that, Reese. I'm part of the problem. The thing, I, I've actively... the big, just I'm out now. I've been outed mm. as the kind of idiot who goes to this. Who, who, you're the kind of person who, last year saw that there were people in the queue in front of you and went, no, that's not happening next year. Unacceptable. <laughs> I'm not being beaten by last, you. Last year I was fifth in the queue, you see. Last year you This were year fifth. first. <laughs> the thing is, the bloke who was first last year came in and he was like 40th in the queue. Oh, right. But he was, he'd had a few drinks and he just fell asleep in the line on the floor. Oh, right. He was fine. Everyone looked Did like, people wake him up and yeah, move him honest, on? Honestly, and this, this is going to make me sound even worse. But, but the two years I've done this, the people who are in the queue are actually a genuinely really nice bunch of people. Every, like One guy brought like a full picnic, he had crisps and all sorts of food, he's sharing that round. Some guy who Did lives you bring up the any road. food? Yeah, I bought some waffles. 
for, for other people? I offered them. I think one person had one waffle. Did you lick it first and went, yeah, do you want this? Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, one person who lived down the road, named Alex, came out and brought us a cafetiere, coffee, sugar, chocolate, wow. milk, a couple of cans of beer. A couple of, uh, oh yeah. Well, that's but it's actually a nice little kind of camaraderie that emerges. Yeah, I bet there is. No, I bet it's. I bet it's uh, a, just among. I bet it's a great, uh, until you get into the shop. Kind of tragic thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and then, it's, and then it's fisties. Every man for itself. Yeah. And then it's what fisties. <laughs> but he said something else for a second there. Um, fisties. Sam, no, I, yeah. said, I said fisties. Fisties, as in cuffs. Fisties, yeah. cuffs. Yeah. yeah. No problem with that. But Sam's <laughs> been having a look, and he said he wanted the Joy Division New Order split twelve inch. And that Ting Ting's remix of um, Homesick. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, Sam. I'm pretty sure that's still available. Mm. I can't imagine they've sold out of the Ting Ting's why. remix of Bob Dylan. Is it because it's not very good? I can't imagine many Bob Dylan fans going for it. Well, yeah, well, how many Ting Ting fans want a Bob Dylan song? And how many Bob Dylan fans want the Ting Tings to remix one of his iconic <laughs> singles? <laughs> yeah, true. Hang on, isn't that what he sounds like now anyway, though? When you go and see him live with his yeah. little keyboard. I well, bet he's a bit Ting Ting-esque. No, he was, when I went to see him live, he was really good. They had a full blues band with him. Did a really You're nice. the only person I've ever met that's actually liked him live. I I, I, I've seen him live and I thought he was rubbish. Reese saw him live at like Wembley. I saw him live, he did about he did like a residency at a venue in London, the name of which I forget, it might have been Hammersmith Apollo, but it was something smaller. And because it was a residency, he was playing about a bit and he kind of switched it to a full like blues band and did it that style. Did he play guitar though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. Like when I saw him, he, he, when I saw him, it was like it was like this sort of tiny, tiny little figure, like just standing <laughs> sideways, sideways to the audience on this tiny little keyboard. It was so far away, and but the, ne- the like the a couple of weeks. It's not really later, his fault that he's far away. Yeah, but a couple of weeks later, you're not right, asking no, he'd be taller. No, just for example, uh, a couple of weeks later, uh, I think my parents went to see Meatloaf, and I would have loved to have seen that. Oh, everyone! Oh, I would love to who see doesn't yes. want to go and see Meatloaf? Honestly, but um, with Bonnie Tyler, but Meatloaf, she would. She'd be that. She Bonnie Tyler would go out on a Meatloaf tour. That would be amazing. That would be. That would. Be she is the Lady Loaf, the Heaven and Hell tour. Um, well, they did the album together, didn't they? Heaven and yeah, Hell. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. If it was together. They just sort of like alternated songs. It was like a split. Yeah. EP, but with an album. Yeah, absolutely. I think we should try and make it happen. At the Brighton Centre. The point I was making was Sorry, that yes. um, Meatloaf is is it's a, a signi- is a significantly you know bigger in terms of stature to Bob Dylan anyway. So he'd have been more visible, even despite the fact that he had um, he had huge screens down the side of the uh, either side of the stage, so, so you could so you could see what was going on. The thing is, well, Dylan didn't, and Dylan didn't have that. No. The thing is, and I do understand why people have screens. They do it at festivals as well. But there's always part of me. If I find myself in a gig where the crowd is big enough that I'm mostly watching the band on the screen, I feel like I could have just watched this at home on telly. Well, yeah, yeah, no, I do concur with that. But yeah, but you, you still get the idea though. It was you get the gist of what's you, going you on. You need, you kind of need that at the same time. Maybe it wasn't even Bob Dylan you saw. Probably wasn't. Just a he didn't. He didn't sound anything like much like Bob Dylan, and none of his songs sounded like <laughs> anything so, that I recognised. I would him. so love it if that I was really, the case. I really hope that you went to I don't know, like a Kylie gig, and you just sat there going, "Bob Dylan's rubbish." Who's that woman? <laughs> I heard, very effeminate. I heard about the Kylie gig. I heard about this like splash zone that people people at my work have been going to the Kylie gig, and there's this like splash zone. What like at SeaWorld? It's like the kind of the front people basically get covered in water. If you get get you get a towel. In a Kylie gig? Yeah, the current ty- Kylie tour, they've got the splash zone where you're going to get really, really wet. And I was thinking that's quite a good thing to have. Kylie foam party. Next to um, electronics and stuff. but um, I'm sure Kylie yeah. planned it out. She's a very safety conscious Antipodean. <laughs> Antipodean. Antipodean. Nice. 
Antipodean. <laughs> nice saying. I love I, the the Australian accent is the most addictive accent. I can't dream of. It's so much fun to switch to an Australian accent. Um, I'm going to play. Uh, I'm going to play a song, Credence Clearwater Revival. Oh, brilliant! And, um, Nothing by them was available at Record Store Day. Oh, no CCR. No. Rubbish day. Uh, anyway, so here's uh, Have You Ever Seen the Rain by uh, CCR. Just 
While we are sort of semi kind of congratulating but also commiserating the sad life of Colin, we should actually uh, congratulate uh, his uh, his lady friend Jess and all the other thousands of people that ran the marathon last week. Yeah. Well yeah. done, Jess. What was her time? Uh, I think she managed it on the six hour mark. Six hour mark. Which is kind of what she was aiming for. Jess's real goal was to, she's never run a marathon before. She didn't really run a marathon distance during training or anything like that. So her goal was to finish. Yeah. Which she successfully did. Fair play. She managed six hours. It was also ridiculously hot that day. It is she going to do it again? Day, yeah. Is that, or is that, that's it? That's done now. Is that I don't, covered? I think Take at the moment, the box, I think at thing. the moment she's waiting for her blisters to heal, but I don't think she'll be doing another marathon. She signed up for the, I think it's the Lindfield 10K. Oh, right. Which she seems very optimistic about now, because, yeah. I think it's one of those, that's a piece of cake, isn't it? I was going to say, once you've done it's a like, marathon, what, six miles? Once you've done a marathon, if someone says, do you want to do a half marathon? You're like, easy. That's not even a half marathon. That's well, a quarter, I know, I know. It's like a quarter marathon. So, or every other race now seems ludicrously easy to her. Yeah, apart from um, apart from my friend uh, Ben Speed, who uh, who actually ran under the moniker Sophia O'Keefe because uh, he ran for someone else who 
um, had actually you know registered to do it but um, he's training for the Marathon des Sables which is um, which is basically where they pretty much cover about 150 miles uh, running over five days through the desert through the desert and um, and so he did the marathon last week I probably found it quite easy I was going to say he's, he's training for that for him he's running through the desert he's like oh I'm not yeah. even running on sand this yeah. is easy 306 he did wow that's pretty fast so pretty it? much almost half Jess's time yeah, yeah pretty well, quick very pretty quick. quick very quick but well done everyone because I, I turned out to, to watch and wave flags and sort of stuff and uh, and it was good it was great did you see Jess I didn't see Jess no. probably didn't hang around for six hours no a friend of ours another friend of ours finished in about four so we um, we went to meet her at the finish line ah, fair I was looking out for Jess but I didn't see her yeah no well she's kind of got a, got a busted up knee and she didn't really train so uh, she is she walking okay or is she sort of yeah, yeah she's fine now she's alright she's alright right. be alright won't she yeah. she's got a little foil blanket yeah that fix you well, uh, well we were at the raise some money for water aid Hey, let's go to the water aid tent where there were free cupcakes. That's Good, exciting. and free water as well, I imagine. Quite a lot of water, yes. Yeah. Well, uh, my um, my girlfriend Laura um, sort of, I think she did. I think she did the same thing last year. Went, do you know what? I'm going to run the marathon. I'm going to run it, uh, and so she's uh, she's planning on running it. Oh. So I, I I took out from our sort of shoe hamper thing her uh, almost pristine pair of uh, <laughs> running shoes that she bought a couple of years back. <laughs> just, they look like they've just come out of the shop, really. Um, I was like, there you are, running shoes, off we go. And she was like, it's a year away. <laughs> I don't have to start training now. Uh, but another friend of mine, Johnny, has actually uh, has actually signed up for it. He, re- he reckons he wants, he wants to do it. Oh, I couldn't think of anything worse, to be honest. No, I don't want to do it. Than running. No interest. I hate I no interest in doing it. I don't mind cycling. But that's a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you wouldn't mind cycling the same distance. Well, yeah. is what you're saying. <laughs> just cycle along ahead. I'll do the marathon, but can I just take a bike? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you might break all sorts of records then, Reese. I think I probably would. Yeah. Half an hour. I wonder Bosh. who'd do better, like the world record holder for marathon speed versus a quite unfit person on a bike. I think it's probably still the unfit person on a bike. Twenty miles. Twenty-six miles. Yeah. I think that would be an interesting if race. It was all f- no, no. The, 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 even even a f- vaguely unfit person on a bike would absolutely ruin it. Yeah, because I mean, if you if you did a marathon, even in two hours, you're only going about fourteen, fifteen miles an hour. Oh, that's a good point. So yeah, but would a, like I'm thinking of like a properly unhealthy person. Would they be able to keep up a reasonable bike pace for twenty six miles? Well, they'd probably just uh, you know if there was any kind of hill, then they would just. I'd just get away with it. Bike them. without gears. Oh, yeah. oh, you'd, yeah. you'd have to go on a bike without gears, wouldn't you? A fixie. Yeah, fixie. Or a BMX. BMX is quite hard to um, maintain because they've got small wheels. You see. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you can do tricks on the way to earn extra <laughs> points and speed boosts. You can. You can bunny hop over the finish line. Yes. <laughs> or something. Um, anyway, yeah, so there we go. Um, we um, In recent uh, weeks, uh, Radio Reverb has. Um, has it has got a new person in charge of sort of fundraising and thing? And I'm slightly concerned by the uh, the questionnaire that uh, we've. Oh yes, sent. I saw. Have it. you seen it? I thought I saw it and thought, oh, I don't know how I'm going to answer that any of those questions, because uh, you know some of them obviously are. Um, it's obviously for the for the greater good of Radio Reverb to uh, you know improve our awareness and stuff um, and doing fundraising events and things like that and trying to find out you know what skills we can trade with each other in order for the... Uh... Yeah, if people start asking me to trade skills, the only stuff I can do really is actually the really top-line stuff because that email's rooted in a lot of kind of social enterprise principles. Stuff mm. like that. I do a lot of that for work. But that would just put, you know, mean I think I should be in charge of everything. But you probably have to charge a premium for that sort of... Um, oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not doing that for free. Yeah, I'm not... You don't, you don't give away this kind of talent. Yeah, I'm not letting free. someone teach me how to, you know, bake a fairy cake in return of that. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> 
Indeed. Um, but yeah, so, so some of the questions that um, I'm, I'm slightly concerned about, which is um, the social purpose of your show. Does it combat stigma, reduce social isolation of... Uh, it of, certainly reduces social isolation for me. Of any, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be... Uh, well, you this, wouldn't have any it's friends. this and queuing at a record shop once a year. Yeah. That's all I have in my That's life. That's the only interaction that you have with, with people outside of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and we sometimes do kind of a care in the community thing. <laughs> Thank you very much. Sam gently swaying in the corner. <laughs> and uh, and what is the unique selling point? She's even put USP in brackets. Brilliant. What is this, the unique selling point of this show? The USP. There can't be that many people like us, Reese. No. We bring a very special brand. I always have confidence a good, and incompetence. I always, have a, I always have a good laugh when I come on. So well, that's a good thing. So well, make, as you can tell from your you current, laugh. current jovial tone. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I, I thought that we'd we'd throw it over to the floor to see if anyone. Oh, well, any listeners have any input? Because I mean, that that would also sort of uh, answer another one of my questions, which is, uh, do you think you reach your target audience? So, uh, so we'll see. Uh, studio at Radio Reverb with burden of proof. Uh, in the subject title, you also need studio at radioreverb.com. Oh, yeah, I'd add that. Oh, that, sorry, that otherwise that email's going nowhere. That'll go to a duck.co.uk, some, some other person, yeah, exactly, or it'll, you know, it'll just bounce some back. other radio show, the mailer demon, whoever that is, that sends those things back. Yeah, yeah. I think we've dwelt enough on my uh, tragic weekend, right? What, what have you been up to? What have you done for the last week, Reese? What's new in the world of Reese, and what's new in the world of Sam? You're our mm. guest, we should be interviewing you. Yeah, I've been uh, socialising with a lot of new people. Who are work. these new people? New people, a lot of people. Has your, has your work been employing? Is it combating it's, uh, the unemployment? It's, uh, yeah, it's gone from this from getting rid of people to bringing people on in a in, in like space of a year. It's mental. I don't know how companies get away with doing that. I guess yeah. it keeps people cheap though, doesn't it? Because you can fire all the people you've had to pay a lot because you've given them pay increases. But that's the no, it's, it's And then weird. you can bring in cheap people at the bottom of the pay ladder. Well, the thing is, it's comp- co- the corporate world don't really like to train people. So what they do is they make people redundant, give them a payoff, and they bring them back in. Oh. That's the thing. That's, that's, that's how it sometimes, that sometimes happens. Hmm. So a fascinating insight and, into and the in, cut and, and thrust world and of and private finance. Of the, yeah, exactly. This is a little bit like... Uh, like Sort of uh, the secret of my success, isn't it? That taught me so much about how the corporate world works. And Wall Street. Don't consort with the suits. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing that you've got to remember. You're a suit, aren't you, Con? I'm not a suit. You're a suit. How am I a suit? You're a suit. How am I a suit? You are a suit. How? <laughs> Explain what way I'm a suit. Because you work for the man. No, I don't. You do. No, I don't. I work in a roundabout kind of way. Gobble. I work for an independent <laughs> organisation. <laughs> We're going to. Um, we're going to uh, we're going to carry on with um, with a song. It seems to have, my attempt to try and widen this out to talk about you two seems to have just gone right back to ridiculing Colin. <laughs> I said something about myself. Reese uh, hasn't said anything. Uh, well, um, oh, nothing really interesting has happened to me this week. I've been working back at uh, my old job for a bit, and I'm I'm just sort of counting down the hours until my social life disappears because I then become a teacher, and uh, and I have no time to do anything apart from plan and stress. About uh, about the job that I'm having, but it'll be a good experience. It'll be great. I'm Which has reminded it. me, but it will be the, the death of me. I, I received from some listeners of your last week's show two complaints. I said it was a good show. Two complaints. Right. Number one, Grateful Dead couldn't be played. Right. Okay. Number two, you open the show by saying later in the show you'll be talking about your amazing new career opportunities and everything else, and then you never mentioned it again. <laughs> right. Well, um, so that just reminded me then because you, you touched upon it then. All oh, right. Who were these complaints from? Jess? Yeah, range of listeners. <laughs> Wide range of listeners that I conduct focus groups with. Yeah, Jess So that we can properly Jessica. target our message. Yeah, there's... Right, I see. Oh, well, I'm starting... There's JD. JD, JD 
Jessica and Jesse and yes, Jess. Jess. There's a lot of them. And Jess Sola. Is J- that J Dog? J Dog as well. Yeah. A rap name. Um, and the Dirkster. <laughs> the Dirkster. <laughs> I like it. Uh, a bit of, a bit of uh, things that won't mean anything else to anyone apart from people who specifically know Jess Dakota. Um, anyway, so yeah, well, people want to hear about it. Is that right? Yeah. All yeah, right. Okay. The focus group really, really emphasised that. Right. They said, generally, we want less from Reese. Right. We find him annoying, okay. and uh, he's very unpopular with women and the vital 18 to 30 demographic, is what our researchers show. Between the ages of, yeah, 18 yeah. And, and 99. Well, what we found, basically, is that you are most popular among the elderly and infirm. Right. And infants. And, yeah, yeah those who are hard of hearing and yes. those who don't understand what they're hearing. Yeah, those two groups, quite <laughs> right. big, quite big on you. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, but other than that, imagine. you weren't performing as well. That's what I'm going uh, for. It was decided you needed to be about 15% more wacky. That's my shtick. Uh, the radio show needs more funny noises. Right. And prank phone calls. Give us a funny noise, Sam. You do need funny noises, actually. Give us a funny noise, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> not that kind of noise. <laughs> Oh, that was dear. a horrible noise. Let's never make never that ask again. Sam to make a funny noise again. <laughs> no, no. What are you doing? You're doing something with um, your jaw. It's horrible. That was a, a watery sound. I was hoping for a kind of uh, a boing or something like that. Yeah. yeah. No, you just but, get um, that. You asked for a noise. I had to be spontaneous. I thought, what noise can I give straight away? The most disgusting that? noise that you could possibly <laughs> think of. Slimily clicking your jaw. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, I'm, I'm starting. Go on, you guys give us a noise then. If no, I say give us a noise, give us a noise. That's there you noise. go, that was quite good. That was a good night. Um, anyway, so yeah, I'm starting a, a, a full-time uh, teaching thing after Easter. So it'll be for the summer term in a school, and it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I'm a bit terrified, but it's going to be good. Uh, so that's it. I can't really talk. I can't really say anymore. I don't really know that much more. Should start naming the children and which um, ones you hate. Yeah, that's that's probably why I can't can't name anymore. But we're going to carry on with... Um, I keep I keep finding myself just subconsciously saying that we're going to carry on with. So I apologise. You I say saying. that a lot. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Do you want us to get some kind of little buzzer? Yeah, that'd be good. Maybe some kind of no. No, I was going to say some kind of uh, sort of. We're going to carry on with this sort of jar where I have to put in like a one p every time I say it. But yeah, uh, that'd be good. I don't really have any money. We so could raise money for water aid that way. I could do, couldn't we? Uh, we're going to play Hey Ya by Outcast because hands up in the studio who doesn't like this song? <gasps> no hands. <laughs> Excellent. Here we go. <laughs> it is really, it's really good. good this. <laughs> it's really Enjoying good. Enjoying this. But the problem is that uh, the, the CD player doesn't yeah, seem to think it's, it's, it's very good. It's a silent song. remix. It doesn't seem to think it's a very good song. It's a John Cage remix of uh, Hey Ya. Uh, but uh, the CD player doesn't seem to like it. And it doesn't yeah. seem to want to give me the CD back. You've got, to, you've got to listen to the music they're not playing. That's right. where the real impact is. Yeah, yeah, I find that too. Uh, we're going to try it again because I like this song and I want to hear it and it would be tragic to uh, to sort of raise people's, ex- raise people's expectations else. like we did with The Great Grateful Dead last time. Uh, we're going to play this and then we're going to play The Grateful Dead. How about that? Oh, wow. That's going to be a long music break. Wow. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Good. It's going to be absolutely awesome. What you, what you got in the meantime? More funny noises. No disgusting ones though, Sam. It's your turn, Colin. All right. Oh, are you still mucking about? You still need more filler, do you? Yeah. Right. Okay. That's why I employ you. Yeah, what what sterling wage I am paid <laughs> in the loosest sense. Right, I think it. I think a good like a wacky radio noise is the wah wah wah. Yeah, when could do that whenever someone says something. When something bad. goes wrong, like yeah, there the you go. Wah, wah. Uh, anyway, so here is uh, hopefully fingers crossed, everyone. Hey, yeah, by Outcast. Hey, uh. 
then what makes up and what was cool? Man, once told me you got to pay your hand. Son, 
wasn't worth a damn If you don't lay up The Grateful Dead. Hooray! Mm. From the album American Beauty. I've not really listened to a much, much Grateful Dead, I must say. And oh, good. It's a bit. Well, it's, it's alright. It's good summer music. That's why I wanted to play it last week when it was really hot. Oh right, I see. Yeah. Well, we're slightly closer to summer now, so that's why I was withholding it. That Even make, though it's not as warm. It's mild. It's not as warm as it was last weekend, though, is it? It's not. <laughs> it's not actually physically warm, but it's not. You know, it's not cold. Sam, chip in here. It was I, find with, I find with the Grateful Dead that it's, they're one of those bands that people think they should like rather than actually like. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah I mean. Totally. So you're calling me a no-good poser because I like them. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That's fair. What are other fair, bands? Fair other, assessment. There's quite a few bands that are like that that people feel that they should, uh, they should absolutely love. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I've got a, I've got a, uh, a better late than never. 
Oh, hooray. Saw it last night. Reese reviews film far too late for the film review to be useful to anyone. Yeah. What's the film? Recently out on DVD. I paid a pre-recently. Yeah. Because Reese is your name. Don't interrupt me again. I'll do as I please. <laughs> I will cut your mic. <laughs> um, uh, get, get him to the Greek with uh, Russell Brand uh, and yes. Jonah Hill. You promised Hill. we'd go out on a romantic date to see that at the cinema. Yeah. And you I'll, never delivered. Yeah, totally. We were going to go to Pizza Hut. We were going to go to Pizza Yeah, we were going to do all that. We were going to do all that. But then, you know, circumstances got in the way. Yeah. I can't even remember what they were, but I'm sure they were good ones. It's just you. Yeah. Not wanting to do things. Being a no good flake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so get into the Greek Jonah Hill and uh, and Russell Brand, and it's about it's about a bit of a sort of struggling record company and uh, a struggling drug addled Russell Brand, uh, featuring well from older Snow that he was in for forgetting Sarah Marshall, and it's sort of um, sort of ten years on really, and uh, and they have this idea Jonah Hill's a massive. Uh, infant sorrow fan and uh, and he has the idea of maybe reuniting um russell brand's character older snow with the general public by uh, by sort of doing this reunion gig uh, at this place called the greek which is the whole point because he starts off in london and he has to get him to the greek it's fairly self-explanatory in that respect uh, but it was good it was good it was not as good <laughs> as forgetting sarah marshall though so uh, yeah i paid eight pounds for it and I thought it was—it had some quite sort of some quite like seriousy bits because uh, you know he's on heroin and sort of got the all this so sort of stuff. But yeah, Russell Brand basically just plays himself again. Is that pretty much? Yeah, I mean, but he's good. He's good, and that what? that new uh, Arthur what? film. What? Sorry, so he's good at playing himself. Like, yeah. there is, I'd like I'm, to see you in a film, and actually, there's someone better that can play Reese Peterson in. in there's in a lot of people who'd be better there's at playing Reese Peterson. Yeah. But also, the thing is that that. It's, there's no, there's no problem with someone playing themselves if themselves is is quite an interesting, likable person. You know what's wrong with that? No, I'm not, I'm Jennifer wrong with Aniston that. in real life uh, seems a bit sort of whiny and annoying, and all the characters she plays are a girl who's a bit fair whiny comment, and annoying. So yeah, she plays herself, and it's a bad thing because herself, I imagine, never met her, probably never will, is as far as I can gather, a little bit whiny and annoying. I don't know why I'm saying that. She could be completely lovely, but the impression that she gives out. <laughs> is being a bit whiny and annoying. And Russell Brand, is, as far as I'm concerned, quite a likeable, interesting chap. I've never read my bookie book, but I don't mind him playing himself because I like himself. It's like, a bit like Will Smith. Yeah. Has only ever really played Will Smith as a cowboy. Yeah, exactly. Will Smith as a government alien hunting yeah, agent. Yeah. Will Smith as a... Um, what did I see him in quite recently? Hancock. A superhero. Will Smith as a superhero. Yeah, and that's the thing. Will he Smith. Did, he did. He diversified his range a little bit with the Legend of Bag of Ants and uh, the, pursuit the, of happy, the Pursuit of Happiness. Happiness. What was yeah, the with deal with that? Spelt it with a Y. What was the Y? Why the Y? Why the Y? Poor Quai. For Y. <laughs> Indeed, but that's the thing. And getting to the Greek is good. It's entertaining. It's got some quite quite chuckle out loud bits. Wow! Did um, you laugh out loud? I, I, did I, you loll, which I, is now in a dictionary? I cold. You cold. I chuckled out there. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, and a uh, chuckles less than a laugh, isn't it? Just for clarity. Yeah, and a guffaw is better than a. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, guffaw is the laugh. big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, it was it was it was entertaining, but it wasn't as good as forgetting Sarah Marshall. But because it was only recently out on DVD, and I quite fancied seeing it, and we were having an evening in, I uh, I, I paid eight pounds for it. And I would think that judging on our sort of scale of, yeah, yeah, of yeah. what we think is acceptable uh, to, to pay for these sort of things. That uh, eight pounds, I would have been really happy to pay eight pounds for the double disc set of Forgetting Sarah Marshall 
and ah. and get him to the Greek. And I'd have thought to, I'd have justified have it to myself by thinking I paid five pound for forgetting Sarah Marshall and I paid three pound for getting to the Greek and that would have made me happy yeah, instead I, like I paid that. you know I paid the full the full eight pounds for getting to the Greek I haven't seen the bonus features there's there's two discs in there wow so I haven't seen the bonus features maybe one they of the bonus really features good. is forgetting Sarah Marshall well god I hope so to provide background that'd be eight but um one of the and the, one of the bonus features is like is like a, the first episode of the new series of 30 Rock which isn't bad. Yeah. Series four of Thirty Rock, apparently. Um, but I don't, I don't, you know, the, the DVD extras on Eight Mile were brilliant. And I, lots and, of know, good battle rapping on those. Lots, extras. Of, lots of excellent battle rapping, which which sort of reminded you why Eminem was who Eminem is, because he's actually a talented young man, not just a, a sort of a moody, um, you know, bleach blonde misogynist. Yes. Nice. I don't like the Fifty Cent film. I've not seen that. That looks rough. It's, it's really bad. And <laughs> Which also, one? Get Rich or Die Trying. Yeah, because oh, he's done a few. He's been his a few. raps are really bad. So I'm, I'm, I'm watching. I think. How, how did you make it? Because yeah, well, he had well Eminem basically. Eminem is why he made it. Same with D12 as well. They weren't exactly brilliant, but Eminem and D12 had the uh, had the agreement that a risky six and stars explode had. I'm pretty sure at one time. Um, but yeah, they know. What were they always supporters? Yeah. <laughs> Even if, they make, even if they if make they're it listening. Um, but yeah, I know. But Fifty Cent is a, is a generally unlikable character, and it's the same with Eight Mile. Fifty Cent played uh, Eminem just played himself in Eight Mile, didn't he? Yeah, played himself. But, but I like himself. Actor. Again, not an actor either. He's a, a musician. Well, again, not an actor. But Russell Brand's not really an actor, is he? No, that's true. No one is an actor until they start acting. That's oh, deep. Hey. or aren't we all actors yeah. on this stage of life? <laughs> yes. I couldn't have put it better. Yes. Well, I like to think oh, that Robert so. De Niro is such an amazing actor that in real life he's a bit like Joe Pasquale or something. <laughs> uh, to be fair, Robert De Niro tends to, certainly more recently, he's pretty much played himself. He's a pretty consistent character in most recent films. I know early on he, he went through hell, you know, Raging Bull and Taxi Driver and he really went for it, but... Last fifteen years, has meet, he done the, any, meet the fuckers. Has he done anything remarkable? Come on, no. I think he's just coasting there, getting a paycheck. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's what I'd do. Yeah, why not? If I was him, I'd probably be more shameless about it. I'd do like loads of merchandise. I'd be like Kiss. Yeah, I just merchandise everything. I'd have like a Kiss coffin. You can get a Kiss coffin. He could have. Um, he could like sell um, those like a De Niro mole. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could stick it on your face and pretend you're Robert you De Niro. You get a Kiss kiss. Like, can you get Gene Simmons to Could you pay him to give you a kit? I wonder how much. I bet cost. Gene Simmons would kiss you for money. Gene Simmons would do anything for money. But yeah. if I was like Robert De Niro, I'd do like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll phone you up. We'll have a phone conversation for five minutes for a grand. And people would do that. People would pay a grand. Yeah, ask me anything. Apart yeah, from. For five minutes. Ask me anything off this list of things yes. that you're allowed to ask me. Yeah, Maybe I, only I get to talk. I'll talk at you for five minutes. Well, you could. I mean, that's an interesting thing, actually. Like, an actor, a famous actor could, like, get someone to get get like someone like Robert De Niro to look, phone them up and just do like a famous speech from a famous film like down the phone to them and they could be like God, like, totally. like a birthday present like a know? birthday present yeah. yeah yeah like a sort of um, a phonogram type thing uh, anyway so um, that's just brought us nicely to the end of our show thank you for joining us we've been Burden of Proof with uh, Colin and Reese and our regular guest today Mr Sam Quick. regular guest today <laughs> yeah. I'm Semi Semi uh, uh, thank you for joining us always and we will be back next week.